Welcome to Parent Talk Podcasts, where experienced parents and expert guests give tips and tricks on making parenting a breeze. Well, at least a little easier. Now here is your host, Genevieve Kyle, and co-host, Heather Fox. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the third season of Parent Talk, everything parenting and more. We are broadcasting out of the greater Vancouver area. I'm your host, Genevieve Kao, mom of two. I'm also the host of Les Parents Parle, which is Parent Talk's French edition. And you can join me every Wednesday live on the web at Nikki Radio, N-I-K-Y-Radio.ca, from 9 p.m. to midnight Pacific Standard Time. We have a new giveaway contest, so make sure to listen until the end for everything you need to know about this contest. So today we're talking about essential oils from pregnancy to childhood. So let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. Hi everyone, Heather Fox here, co-host of Parent Talk. I am also a mom of two, and I also wanted to share with you all about our brand new sponsor, Leapfrog Gymnastics, here in the Coquitlam area. So Hudson and Alex have been going to classes every weekend, and they're having so much fun. They are, of course, learning lots of great skills, building body awareness and spatial awareness, balance and strength, and of course, having lots of fun together as their coach takes them through these kind of fun and challenging circuits. They're going to get to learn rolls and balances. They're walking their feet up the wall. They're jumping up and down, and they're having a blast. Leapfrog Gymnastics is a specialized gym where they specialize in recreational gymnastics. So all the equipment is designed especially for that smaller scale bars, smaller scale boxes, lots of specialized mats, great trampolines and fun ball pit as well. So of course, if you would like to head over to Leapfrog Gymnastics, they are offering our listeners $25 off their first month of classes for new members only with the promo code PARENTTALK. And for more information on programming and birthday parties, you can visit leapfroggym.com and we hope to see you there. Thank you, Heather. Hi, everyone. I'm Meredith Dawson. I'm an early childhood educator and a health and wellness educator as well. I'm a pretty busy mom of an 11-year-old and 18-year-old, and I'm here to introduce you to the world of using essential oils. Well, thank you, Meredith, and thank you, Heather, for being here today. So, Meredith, what are essential oils and what is the purpose of them? Okay. Well, essential oils are an incredible compound that are derived from every part of a plant. So if you can imagine when you're walking with your children, maybe through a rose garden or through lavender bush, and they're running their hands along the lavender bush, that smell that you smell is the essential oil. And what I love is that the purpose of them is being more and more discovered around how they can support our bodies emotionally, physically, mentally, and uh, throughout life. Mm. How can we use them safely? Safety is really key. And I'm glad you asked me that because there are so many different essential oils on the market. I know it could be really confusing and quite overwhelming. So today when we're talking about the oils, we're going to be specifically talking about the oils I use with my own family and also in my classroom. And that is the doTERRA brand of oils. And the reason that we use those is because of the thorough testing that is done on them so that we know that they are perfectly pure. Mm -hmm. Like you just said, there's so many oils on the market. How do we know which one to buy or what to buy? 
Ah, that's really interesting. Yeah. There are so many different types of oils that you can see. A lot of the common ones that you might know out there are ones like lavender, which we know can be really calming. Tea tree oil, which is a fantastic oil when it comes to its antibacterial and antiseptic properties. So a great one to have in a first aid kit. But unfortunately, there's no regulations for essential oils. So when you see them on a shelf, it may say 100% pure essential oil, but the only uh, minimal that amount it has to have in there is 10%. So you're looking at something like um, a bottle of lavender, it may actually have other compounds and products in there to fill the bottle. And obviously, if we're using them with our babies and our kids, we want to know that we're putting the purest product possible on there. So I say we always start with safety and knowing the source of our oils is really important. Having someone or a a confirmed source of education around the oils and then working closely with your children in which oils they need and learning how to use them with them. You were saying earlier uh, a good way to introduce oils to them is to let them uh, smell it first and see their reaction. Yes. The limbic system. It's an incredible thing with children. We all know, I think, that children are very instinctive and they know to trust their bodies. And one of the beautiful things about essential oils is they connect directly with our limbic system. And our limbic system is the oldest part of our brain. It's almost like the lizard part of our brain. And it can recall memories and bring up really deep feelings And so in using the essential oils with children, I have found that if you present an oil to a child and they almost recoil away, it's them telling you that their body doesn't need it. But if they lean in and take the the bottle by the hand and want to draw it in closer, they're telling you there's something about that oil that they're drawn to. So so what I like to do is I like to um, sit with a child to have spoken with the parents about what some of the needs are in the family or for that child specifically. And then depending on the age of the child, I could bring out a bottle and typically hold it towards them and then see what their reaction is to it. Mm-hmm. So what are, what is the best oil for children? Like, uh, for example to help them concentrate, relax, focus. There's probably many purpose there in is. essential oils. Yeah, there is. And the interesting thing about essential oils is that even though it may be just one compound, say wild orange, wild orange is derived by being cold pressed from the skin of an orange, but within it, there's several compounds. And so it can be an energizing and focusing oil. It also can be a sedative oil and used for sleep. So it's important that when we're working with kids that we test out different oils because there can be maybe five different oils for sleep and your child is going to let you know through their experience which is the one that's going to benefit them the most. So when you're thinking about using different oils with your children, what I always like to think back to is how my children have used them. So when my daughter Avery uses her oils for anxiety, There is a time when she can go to her kit and she can bring out her oils. But when she was younger, what I would do is I would see her emotional reaction and I would bring the oils to her. So over time, I've been able to educate her about when to use her oils, how to use them safely, because how we apply them to children is really important. And 
knowing that they're not something that they're going to say share with their friends if they're in a school situation or in a group situation. So thinking specifically of that example, um, when we are using oils with children, Avery knows that she applies the oils to the bottom of her feet. She applies them up and down her spine, maybe on on the inside of her wrists or on her essential oil bracelets that she has. And those can be really supportive places without drawing attention to herself so that they're a tool that she can use without um, feeling anxious about using them, um, which I think is important. She's feeling empowered. And then there's other times when it might be simply something like having to focus for a test. And there's wonderful oils like wild orange and peppermint, which we're going to experience here today, that can wake up the brain and help her to focus. And again, she can apply those safely and know that she is getting the tool that she needs to do the job. What about if you're pregnant? Which oils can we use? Which that's a great. That's a great question, especially considering yes, we have Heather here. That one's for Heather, <laughs> definitely. And I'd love to take a moment when we talk about that to talk about the difference between the oils on the market. There have been a lot of cases and concerns around the use of oils with pregnancy, the use of oils with babies, and even with our fur babies, with our pets. And that comes down to the brand of oil that we're going to be choosing to use. So because of the lack of regulation on the market, it's important to know from each company what the testing process is that they've implemented. And part of the reason that I chose for my family to go with the doTERRA oils was because when they saw that gap in the lack of testing, they developed a 13-step testing process to ensure the purity of their oils. So what they've been able to show through that is that there's only two key oils that we should avoid during pregnancy, and that is clary sage and peppermint. And peppermint, in fact, is more to do with after pregnancy, when you're breastfeeding, it, can, it has been shown that it can reduce milk supply. But again, it is a personal experience. There are several mothers I know who have used it quite safely and haven't found that effect. So everybody's body is different. The way that the oils interact with you can be different. And we can say at least that the oils that we are using and talking about here today have no other synthetic compounds. They have nothing adulterating the oils. So when you apply it to your belly, maybe, or if you're using it to diffuse around you, Heather, when you're pregnant, or even when your baby comes and you're using those oils around your, around your newborn, you're going to know that they are completely pure and that there's nothing else except the lavender, the lemon, the peppermint, the wild orange, any of those things that are going to support your baby and support your health. Um, there's nothing there to harm them. Is there any oil that can help our children with constipation? There was a big problem in my family with my son, yeah. Oh, definitely. One of the wonderful ones that I have found in my experience with supporting newborns is a oil blend that we have called Zengest. And it's a blend of antispasmodic oils like peppermint and ginger and fennel that you can just apply topically to the baby's tummy. Um, Combined with wild orange, it seems to have a great effect at being able to loosen things up and move them through their system. 
So that's obviously the ultimate goal for us as moms is for them to have those nice, healthy poops because we like to see that. So, oh yeah, it's all about the poops. <laughs> it's all about the poops and the feeding. That's right. And the sleep and the sleep. And we could definitely oh, yeah, talk to that. Sleep is important. So, but of course, when we're talking about applying oils or using the oils, there's actually three key ways to use them. And we know aromatically that we can diffuse them. We can diffuse them in a diffuser. We can diffuse them from rubbing them in our hands. Uh, we can diffuse them in the shower. Um, you know, I love putting, when my children have maybe a chesty cold, putting a drop of eucalyptus and a drop of peppermint at the end of their showers and letting that diffuse naturally to help open up their airways. But when we're talking about applying them topically, we want to think about diluting them because we all know that our children are not small adults. Their systems are different. Their livers and their kidneys process things differently. And the beautiful thing about these essential oils is they move through the system and help the system without toxifying the system. They actually will flush out of our system once, you know, our body has used what they need. So when I'm using any oils topically with children, we're always using a nice safe carrier oil, like fractionated coconut oil, to apply them to the skin. Dilution is key, and that comes with the education piece. So we have a dilution chart that we always refer to for the age of the child, whether the child maybe is immune compromised is a really big thing if they're going through any type of medical treatment, and maybe they're a preemie, and that's another thing that's going to come into factoring. So we're going to consider diluting these very pure oils in a carrier oil that is gentle, and we're going to apply that to the skin every three to four hours, and that's actually really going to be very supportive of their systems. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing if our child has any uh, medical condition, we should always refer to her doctor before to apply or use any oils. Absolutely. I always say, even with the, um, the small children, the, the babies, the pregnant mamas, and even my adults that I'm supporting, if they are having any kind of medical treatment or if they are on any kind of medications, you do want to let your doctor know because they're involved in your whole care. I was actually brought to the oils um, by a very dear friend of mine whose daughter, just after the age of three, she'd literally just turned three, was diagnosed with leukemia. And I was able to witness throughout her treatment, which ended earlier um, in March of 2018, how powerful the oils were at supporting her little body in being resilient, in dealing with any kind of um, germs, because we had to keep a very clean environment for her, obviously, and also emotionally for herself, for her older sister, and for her whole family, which was an incredible thing to see, so... Wow. Heather, do you have a favorite kind of oil? I haven't done a lot of experimenting with oils, but definitely I have a couple favorites that over the years I've enjoyed them, and um, that would be lavender and peppermint. Um, lavender I've always found to be very relaxing, and whether that be having a lavender eye pillow, <laughs> things like that, or I've had different lavender rollers and things like that. So definitely I've loved that for the evenings. Um, and then peppermint to help with headaches. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have a full box and... Um, I even do some do some mixing myself. I was talking to Meredith earlier. I, obviously, there's some there's a little recipe you're supposed to follow <laughs> and not make your own mix like I was doing. <laughs> it can always be interesting when you think about certain oils that you think will go well together, and then you get them in the diffuser, and you realize you might be getting the opposite effect. 
I've always found it's interesting with lavender. It's it's such a popular one. And in my work with children, what I've discovered is, and this is um, specifically when you're thinking of children with either autism or ADHD, a lot of children are really drawn to lavender and it can be very calming. Unfortunately, for certain ones, it can also set them off. So you always want to know your child and you want to, you know, use the oils with them and and really um, experiment, but be instinctual and trust your instincts with them too. Mm-hmm. So. Meredith, what is your favorite oils and why? You're going to make me choose just a few, aren't you? Well, <laughs> I'd like to try it right now, actually, too. Like, pick one. Well, I think that yeah. might be a great way. I, I, You know what? There are so many oils, and it really comes down to the day as well. Um, I would say that there is one oil that I never leave home without for my own use, and that is a blend we have called Motivate, which has citrus oils in it and some other oils that really help me to focus, wake up my brain, which we always need, need, especially in the afternoon when we get that fog. Uh, If I don't have peppermint and wild orange on me, then that does the job. I always have in my purse a lavender touch roller. Lavender is such an amazing oil. It's, it goes straight to our pain sensors. It helps to dull a pain sensation. It's calming. It's grounding. And it's also antibacterial. So if we're at the park and our kids scratch themselves, we can not only calm them down from that hurt feeling, but we could apply it around the scratch and it's going to help to keep it clean. So you don't um, put it on the scratch? No, we never want to put the oils on a, on a wound directly. Around the healthy skin is really important. Another thing to consider is you never want to put them in the membrane. So you're not going to put, for an earache, you're not going to put the oils in their ear. You're going to put it behind their ear. Uh, If you're going to um, use any oils and you find that maybe you've got peppermint on your fingers and you accidentally touch your eye or anything like that, you're really going to feel the strength of those oils. And I learned the hard way that you don't use water to flush it out because, of course, oils want to get away from water. So what you're going to do is grab your fractionated coconut oil, grab your bottle of olive oil that you've got on your kitchen counter, and actually apply some to the area, and it's going to help to draw that essential oil out. You can use any oil to do this? Like- you can use most oils. I love fractionated coconut oil, and it's definitely a go-to in the essential oil world. It's basically your uh, coconut oil that you've got on your kitchen counter, but they've withdrawn the fatty acids to keep it liquefied. It doesn't go rancid, it doesn't stain, it absorbs really easily, and it's great even for sensitive skin, so little babies and stuff. I can see she's reaching for the peppermint and peppermint and wild orange. It is definitely one of my favorites. So these, so this is actually a great experiment. When you apply oils to your skin without a carrier oil. What are you doing? I'm gonna put a drop of each oil in your hand. Oh, Heather looks so excited. This is great. So we've got a drop of peppermint oil and a drop of wild orange, and you're going to smell it right away because some of the molecules will actually flash off into the environment, into the atmosphere. And what you're going to do is just take those two oils on your hands and rub your hands together. And then just take some nice, slow, deep breaths and feel your brain wake up. (laughs) Now, Heather, I noticed you've got glasses on. So yes. being careful of the fact that some of the molecules may get up in behind your glasses, you're going to really feel that. Um, so sometimes it's good to remove your glasses, but you should be fine. And then we're just going to smell, oh, this whole room is just lighting up now. Taking some nice deep breaths. Oh, that smells so good. 
It's a wonderful way to wake up in the morning. I like to go around to my children's room in the morning before they've woken up and put some wild orange and peppermint in their diffusers. And it just helps them to wake up nice and naturally, hopefully wake up bright. (laughs) Sometimes on the right side of the bed, sometimes not. So do you put this in your hand all the time? You know what? This is a a really simple way to do it. And most oils you can use neat. Um, The wonderful thing about... um, what I get to do is I get to be somebody's wellness coach for life. And so when it comes to learning about new oils, because we've always got new oils coming out, I get to teach them whether they're an oil that we can use neat on our skin, whether it's an oil that you can take internally, because there are several in the in the collection that you can, whether it's an oil that you do or don't want to use during pregnancy or maybe with your pets, because that's a whole other conversation. Wonderful thing about using these oils is they are good for our pets. And, uh, but if, you know, if you're in the car and you're driving home and you're finding that you're, you know, getting stuck in traffic and you've got that afternoon fog, you can throw some on your hands. Oh yeah. I can see how this would wake me up after yeah. a hard day at work or a long day at work. Yeah, definitely. That was quite, right. when I was pregnant, I was Put, always falling asleep in my car on my way home. Take your hands, rub it on the back of your neck. It feels really nice on your shoulders. You can rub it on your lower back. Um, some of the areas that are great for kids is the bottom of their feet because it is where all the nerve endings are. So it's just a really nice place for them to put their, put, put their oils. And also if you're in an environment where you might be concerned about the smell being not overpowering, but sensitive to others, the bottom of the feet, and then they put their socks on, they're still going to have all those beautiful benefits, but they're not going to have to be concerned about that smell. Um, up and down the spine is a great spot on the, like I said, on the wrist, on the pulse points, on the back of the neck, that little spot known as your occipital triangle is a really great spot as well. Keep in mind though, I know we don't have to worry. Well, this, this week we are getting some sunshine. Citrus oils are known as photosensitive. And so they can actually increase our skin's ability to burn because of the radio, the UVA and UVB rays. So when I'm using my citrus oils with my children in the summertime, or even right now with the bright sunshine, I'm putting it under their clothes instead of somewhere where it's exposed to the sun. Mm-hmm. Do you have any oil that is good to help with eczema? Yes, there's several actually. Um, lavender is a key one with the treatment of eczema. And what I love to be able to do is work with children and First of all, topically, if they've got patches of eczema, using different combinations of oils like juniper berry, um, lavender, frankincense, which is wonderfully anti-inflammatory, and uh, um, putting them in a really nice nourishing base. Maybe not fractionated coconut oil at this point, something more like an avocado oil or a jojoba oil, which is really nourishing to their skin. Helichrysum is a specialty oil. it helps to, it actually has been shown to help stop bleeding. So what's incredible is it can be very healing for the skin. So when you're putting that, something like that into a salve, it's going to be really nice if the skin is raw. But then when I'm supporting a child with eczema, I also go further and look at their gut because we were talking about it earlier. Um, I loved it when I learned that the essential oils don't give to your body or take away. They are trying to restore balance within your body. And with any sort of disease or inflammation or reaction, it generally starts with the health of your gut. And so we know for children with food allergies and things, we have to be aware of what they're putting into their system and how their system is processing it. 
So it's a wonderful place to start with an eczema salve, um, but then you can go further and look at how, supporting them in having a really healthy system so that maybe eventually they don't need the oils for that eczema. So my one of my other most favorite oils I can't forget because it smells like Christmas and Christmas is one of my favorite times of year. And I'm going to pass it around the table, ladies, so that you can have a smell too. Because honestly, smelling essential oils is the best way to experience them. So right now, Heather is smelling On Guard. And On Guard is an incredible blend of different plant oils. We've got rosemary, eucalyptus, cinnamon clove, and wild orange. And the beautiful yeah, it thing smells like Christmas. about this oil is it doesn't, not only does it smell like Christmas, but it's highly antibacterial. So for myself, where cleaners give me a headache and they bring out a really bad reaction, I've been happy to replace all of my cleaners with using On Guard oil. And not only do I know that it's safer because it is a pure essential oil, I also know that when I'm using it with my babies that I take care of or my young ones, that if they have a toy that has been sprayed with an On Guard solution, it's actually safe for them to put in their mouths. And I just love knowing that instead of using bleach or any of those traditional cleaners that we've been taught are necessary to keep our areas clean for our young ones, this is an alternative that I can have. So that is definitely an oil I don't want to live without. How do you make it? So there's actually several products that uh, the company has used that oil as a base for. Um, I have a hand sanitizer that's always in my purse. When I make cleaners with it, they have a soap concentrate, and I will actually make a spray bottle of, with some of the soap concentrate, some purified water, and about 20 drops of that essential oil. Not a lot for a 500 ml bottle because the oil is so pure and strong. Unlike some of the other oils I've experienced before, especially we were talking before about in your diffuser and not wanting to make it too strong for anyone, I might only use one or two drops of this oil. Um, but definitely in a cleaner, about 20 drops in a 500 ml bottle will do it for you. One thing um, that would come to mind for me, because of course, when you smell essential oils, they have a scent. And we see so many p signs posted these days about how there's scent-free zones, whether you're at a school or a yoga studio or the gym. And, you know, everybody's very concerned about these scent-free zones and not wanting to offend or, you know, disturb other people's allergies and things like that. So how does that play with essential oils? That's a great question, Heather. Thanks for bringing that up. Being part of the school district, it's definitely come to light for me. Um, and what I have found is that if you look at it, that a smell, which is what our essential oils have, is a natural compound. So like I said at the start, when we're walking through a flower garden and we're running our fingers across the lavender and then we're smelling the lavender on our hands, that is the essential oil that you're smelling. But the scents that we're concerned about when we have these policies are artificially derived. They can be from chemicals and different compounds that actually cause a reaction. So the beautiful thing is, is that with the essential oils that I use, I know that they're absolutely pure and that they don't have any other synthetics or anything that's adulterating them to cause a reaction in a person. Now in saying that, people can be sensitive to oils. I have found when I diffuse lavender with certain combinations, my body doesn't like them. Um, but a lavender on its own, I absolutely love. So, yeah. 
You mentioned three ways of using these oils. Are there specific ages to go along with those methods? Ah, thank you for asking that, Jen. Yes. So we have aromatically, which I mentioned in the diffuser or from your hands, and all ages and stages because you can use them that way. Now, when you look at topically, we're going to consider that they can use them at all ages, but we're going to keep in mind the dilution factor, where you're going to refer to your dilution chart. Because of the purity of the oils, you may only need one drop with a newborn in 10 mils of a carrier oil. And then you look to an adult and you may increase that to 20 to 30 drops. So throughout the stages of childhood, that's going to be um, adjusted. When it comes to internal use, which is for the consideration of some of the oils, you don't need to use the oils internally uh, with children who are under the age of six. Their systems are still too young and developing. And even over the age of six, a lot of the times I find that topical application is going to be enough for their bodies. My 10-year-old loves lemon in her water. She enjoys the taste of it. But when it comes to something like the On Guard, if I'm using it to support her immunity, she doesn't want to take it internally the way that I do every morning with a drop in my water. She likes to have it in a roller rolled up and down her spine and on the bottom of her feet. So keeping in mind that it is not only before the age of six, we don't do internally, above the age of the six, you can with safety issues in mind. Most of the time, children are going to have all the benefits they need through topical application and aromatically. I'm sure there's so many other oils we can talk about today, right? If you have more questions, you can find Meredith on our panel of experts at parenttalk.ca, but where else can we find you, Meredith? Well, you can also find me, um, I'm on Facebook with Aspiring Oils. I also have my coaching page, which is Aspiring to Thrive Wellness Tribe. And you're welcome to join that. And we talk about all things beyond essential oils, all the different tools to help us thrive. And then I have my uh, consulting page, which is AspiringLifeConsulting.com. I think, Heather, it's time for a conversation card. Can you please pick one and read it to us? All right, ladies. Today, our question is... When are old things better than new things? That's a hard one. Are we talking <laughs> oil still? <laughs> when are old better than new? You know what? Actually, I will talk to oils. So it's a very interesting conversation, essential oils. Um, I think a lot of people think it's very much a new trendy thing to use. There's a lot of essential oil companies on the market, obviously, that we know. And everybody has their favorite we as a human beings have used essential oils for thousands of years. It's in the stories of the Egyptians, it's in the story of the Bible, and depending on what you believe or what you followed or what you learn about, um, my mom said it best as a nurse of over 50 years when she smelled the deep blue oil and said, but that's wintergreen. And that's exactly it. We're going back to the basics, back to the beautiful things that nature's given us for thousands of years to support our bodies and help them in truly thriving. So I think sometimes old is better than the new chemically derived and <laughs> scientifically formulated perfect medicines. Um, when I think of old better than new, I think of things like heirlooms, things like 
um, my china set from my grandma. I didn't want anything new when we got married. I was thrilled that I had my grandma's china set and I had my my nana's silverware. And so just because it's that family heirloom, it's that sentimental factor that, you know, new is not always better. So that's kind of when I think of memories and family heirloom kind of things. It's funny because I, when I think about this, I'm kind of not drawn to actually tangible things. I'm more drawn into experiences. I don't know why this is what comes in my mind. And I love talking with people like when my, my grandma was alive and having conversations and those conversations are very different than the conversation I would have with people uh, my age or younger. And it's a beautiful treasure to be able to have conversations with people much older than you and have um, so much more grace and experiences and I just really treasure that yeah and ladies we can't forget wine oh yeah oh, wine is always better when I wine is always better of course plus wine <laughs> plus wine you know that done everything that concludes today's episode I want to thank you Meredith and Heather for taking the time to be here and helping us be the best parents we can be Heather, before we go, can you tell us about our VIM giveaway? Yes, I would love to. Our very important moms, we are doing a fantastic giveaway every month, and this is to win over $300 in prizes. So if you would like to have this fantastic prize back all to yourself, all you need to do is find us on Facebook and or Instagram. Of course, more chances to win if you find us on both. And you are going to like our contest post, tag three friends, and comment with your favorite episode. So we have over 100 to choose from. So I know it's going to be kind of tricky to narrow that down, but choose that There's favorite so post. There's so many out there, right? So, many. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, comment with your favorite post. And that's going to get you an entry. Now, if you like some bonus entries, make sure you tag some more friends, of course. That's going to give you a bonus entry for every um, extra friend that you take. And then of course, if you share our post, um, that's going to give you three bonus entries. So same goes over for Instagram. Don't forget to like our post, tag those friends, share if you can. And of course, comment with your favorite episode. We cannot wait to hear what you guys have loved over these last you know, couple years. <laughs> so it's going to be really cool to see that. And of course, we'll be doing the draw for the um, winner at the end of the month. The contest, of course, goes right to the end of November. You have till midnight on the very last day. And then we'll be announcing that November winner in the beginning of December. Yeah, the first week of December. Yes. On our social media, right? You betcha. That's where we're going to find it. Yes. So, and don't forget, if you want to hear a little bit more about Heather and I, we are releasing some mini episode called Real Mom Moments, where we talk about what's happening in our daily lives. If you have a question or you would like to join us on our show as a guest or as an expert, please visit the contact us section on our website at parenttalk.ca. If you are near us, don't forget to check out Leapfrog Gymnastics and get your $25 off your first month of classes with the promo code Parent Talk. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can always subscribe directly to this podcast on our website at parenttalk.ca. If you enjoyed today's episode, we are inviting you to share it on your social media. As we all know, parenting can be hard. Yes, it sure can. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so remember to laugh, keep learning, 
cherish your village and be true to yourself, Definitely, right? Definitely, yeah. yes. So Parent Talk is a safe space for everyone. Thank you everyone for listening and have a great week. The views and or opinions of the host and their guests are not necessarily those of Parent Talk and should not be considered as fact. The information offered is believed to be accurate but is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be used for diagnosing or treating any health issue or prescribing medication. If you have any questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your child, please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare practitioner.